Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. All strapped in and racing this vehicle to the weekend. We're going to fly right off the cliff. How oh, you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm a little disappointed in our our country right now, my friend. I think we're uh, in dark times. And Well, uh, we ahead. knew it was going to happen. Uh, the fact that it happened yesterday tells me, but wait, there's more. They're, they're not done yet. And, you know, there was testimony uh, from a guy that's a well-trusted uh, Washington insider that uh, it was on CNN of all places where this guy goes, yeah, I train administrations, been here for years doing it, train them how to declassify documents. And he walks them through. He said Trump was a very good student, got to it right away. And while in office, he perfectly declassified everything that he needed to declassify. There was no problems whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. and, and as a matter of fact, um, he was saying during the investigation of the documents, uh, they seemed more interested in just getting Trump than anything else. Not that yeah. he knew what to do. And as for Joe Biden or Pence, well, with Joe Biden, they were more concerned about uh, just make sure we pack those boxes, uh, yeah. make sure they get packed right, and get uh, get as much as you can, as much as you can, which, you know, that's a signal there that there's more involved than Joe in this crap. For the casual um, observer of what's going on, let's let's give you a little rundown of what happened yesterday. We had predicted that he would be indicted today. They beat us by about uh, 12 hours. They indicted him yeah, late last yesterday. Night. Yeah. Um, it says here, Biden's Department of Justice tried to bribe the attorney for Trump's valet in exchange for yeah. testimony against Trump. It's clearly an illegal act that threatens Jack Smith's case. This is, this is kind of an amazing story. The allegation described in a letter filed under seal with the chief U.S. judge in Washington, James Bozberg, could affect the investigation just as prosecutors are considering whether to bring charges. And then they're going to bring charges. As a, matter, as a matter of fact, there is a story this morning. You know, he's been indicted in uh, Miami. He has to be there uh, at 3 o'clock on Tuesday. Uh, that's a fait accompli. But mm-hmm. now another leak this morning, the uh, Washington, D.C. grand jury hearing, uh, hearing evidence on Jack Smith's classified documents case against Trump is going to indict the former president on the Espionage Act and obstruction, according to a leak to the independents. So they're not going to indict him just in Miami. They're going to indict him in Washington, too. This is a double whammy. And I had read that the uh, person that gave the orders to go do it and do it now Mm -hmm. was a guy by the name of um, Joe Biden. Oh, it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, indict him, and he's wanting him on the Espionage Act. And I think the reason is because you mentioned that Joe has been, and it's not in the news, but it is there. I'm looking at it right now. He's been under investigation for espionage since, what, 2017? Yep. Uh, Yesterday. See, the big story yesterday should have been sitting president under investigation for taking bribes from Ukrainian uh, company, and, and it should be the top of every newspaper, right? No, it wasn't, because like you said, obviously, it was decided yesterday, we need smoke, big time. I'm not talking about the fires from Canada well, either. We need smoke. So they threw this thing out. In, 
Let me tell you another thing. Earlier today, this is another part of the story. Earlier today, the House Oversight uh, Committee were finally allowed to see the corrupt uh, FBI files that uh, you know they, they were trying to keep from uh, James Comer and his people. You know, those files that uh, Christopher Ray almost was uh, had a contempt charge filed against him, contempt of Congress. Well, they, mm-hmm. they decided, okay, you can see it, but you have to come to the FBI and come into one of our skiffs. A skiff is a secure conference room where you can't bring any cell phones in. You walk into these rooms, and there's no way anybody can hack. You can't be overheard uh, in one of these rooms. It's incredibly You can't private. copy the document. You probably can't take notes on it. You can't. It's so, oh, you so can it's take, your word. This, you can, they tell you, you can take all the notes you want. You just have to leave your notes here. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Because, yeah, they, they know what you're looking for then. And yeah. the point is, you can say, yeah, I went in, I saw the document. Really? You saw that document, Mr. Knight? Sure you did. You're making it up. Well, uh-huh. yesterday, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, she came out of the skiff and revealed explosive information about the Biden bribery document. The Ukraine bri- uh, Biden bribery evidence was first presented to the FBI by a trusted, highly credible, well-paid informant, a guy who's being paid over six figures. Uh, this was back in 2017. He's still being used, the same informant. Uh, and it goes on to say how involved Hunter Biden was, how involved Joe Biden was. They're talking about, to the Biden family, uh, a fee of $10 million for access. Okay, so... He is guilty of treason, been under investigation to, since 2017, but nothing's happened. So that tells me there are dirty players inside the Democratic Party. Yes, there are dirty players in the Republican Party, too. But there's a big cover-up that's going on oh, here. Yeah. And you got to wonder, uh, because what happens to a person charged with espionage? Oh, it's treason. And what happens yes. with treason? What is the possible uh, punishment, possible Mm -hmm. punishment can be death. All right. Anything that Democrats do, they cast onto somebody else. So what they're doing is they don't have true evidence against Trump. They have hearsay evidence that Mm -hmm. the hear and say is coming from them. And there's a, there's proof that I didn't, he didn't do wrong. I sat and watched uh, two hours of people on uh, television last night, uh, contributors talking about the charges and how you know the seriousness of them against against Trump, and how fabricated they are, how truly truly fabricated. It's, it's like what they've done now is they've filed these charges, and they're now looking for the facts. Whereas before, you you should have had the charges backed up by fact before you filed them. You should have found the facts before you made the charges, and they haven't done that. No. So they're going to lie about it or get people, well, This is throwing as much against the wall as they can. You know what I'm talking about. Throwing as Mm -hmm. much against the wall as you can and hoping something sticks. But they're going to make it stick as, as well as they can because if Biden were to go down for treason... Other, he would take other fellow oh. comrades down with him. He, if he knew, well, he let was me going ask down. you a question, Bill. This is something which someone brought out, and it's so true. Um, Biden 
was selling access when he was vice president. To who? Well, to to the people in the Ukraine, people in China. Yeah. That's what he was selling, okay? But who was president at the time? Obama. And Biden didn't have the final word on anything, meaning Biden couldn't say, okay, we'll do that and then go back and do it. He had to take it back to Obama. Obama then had to approve whatever deal that Biden had come back with, and then it was Is a done deal. Is there another player that might have been in this scenario that o- might have Obama. been uh, besides Obama? I'm, I'm saying there's another player in there. Who do you think? No. Who do you think? Who do well, you think? well, no, Hillary. What was her? What was oh. her capacity at the time? Hey, do you remember seeing uh, Comey, James Comey, mm-hmm. FBI director, coming out and standing in front of the cameras and saying it, it would p- appear that Hillary broke the law. She did this, 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 mm-hmm. this, and this, and uh, it apparently is uh, something very serious. I mean, he said. For like 15 minutes, he made a case why we we should be concerned with what she did. And then he said, but we're not going to file any charges. Right. So that tells me that if Biden goes down, he's going to squeal like a pig. And he's going to sit there and take people with him. They can't let that happen, so they need a patsy. And Trump is the patsy. And these oh, charges a- are going to go... These charges are going to go over to the espionage side, and they're going to make it stick even if it's wrong. Even if it's discovered 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. it was BS. They'll be long dead and gone and got away with everything, and their family will inherit what they got. And as far as, you know, I'm telling you right now, if they do the espionage, they will sit there and say, we're going to take it to the extreme to set an example. They're saying that Trump obstructed justice. Trump obstructed justice. By wh- by, how, how did he obstruct the justice? The files were in a secure location in his in his uh, Mar-a-Lago estate. He was protected in, by the uh, Secret Service, so they were around it all the time. And he had the right as president to declassify a document at any time. Something Joe Biden and and Mike Pence did not have the right to do. And yet they're, so saying he is, they're saying he obstructed justice, but Hillary took a yeah. hammer to a hard drive with 33,000 emails that they wanted right. to see and destroyed the hard drive. She used bitch, was it bitch bleach or whatever it is? It's, bleach. Yeah. Uh, bleach bit. That's what they call it. Uh-huh. Where they go in and they literally did not just erase the information, but they literally tear the information apart so it cannot be put back together again on the hard drive. I mean, she she obstructed justice for real, and yet they let her go with the past. There are two sets of rules in this country right now. This is where we're at, and this is why a lot of people were so depressed last night because the people in Washington— they really made a, a move yesterday that's never been done in the history of our country. They have stepped across a line. We, you know, we used to we used to criticize third world countries for doing exactly what we did yesterday. You know, well, they would remove a dictator and then they would arrest him. What straw is it going to take to break the camel's back? 
you know, well, how far are we going to let this go, America? Because if you go back and look at your history of what happened in the United Kingdom and what what made the making of this country, it was a straw that broke that camel's back, and people were going, we've had enough. And there are still people in in the U.K. that look at us saying, yeah, go America, but they're also rooting for us to not put up with this because mm-hmm. once upon a time, we didn't put up with this kind of crap. Oh, no, no, absolutely. And America, and America came to be, and now we've got it going on here, and Trump was the right president at the wrong time. How would you like to understand I mean, what I'm saying? We are being criticized right now, literally, by nations like Mexico and other Central American nations we're being who, laughed at. Who are, who are looking at us and saying, if we did this, you'd be criticizing us forever for what for doing exactly what you're doing now in the United States. Think of your fathers, your grandfathers, your great-grandfathers, and all your grandparents. Uh, I should say grandparents. The people that fought for, made, and carved out this country. And now we're going to be the generation that screws it all up. It's on you if well, you don't do anything. Well, Right now, uh, I, I didn't finish this story, but I want I want to Go get ahead. to it. Uh, Biden's DOJ tried to bribe uh, the attorney for Trump's valet in exchange for testimony against Trump. One of the valets, I guess Trump's personal valet, was taken aside to uh, to submit a testimony in this uh, to this grand jury to this this witch hunt and. Uh, they said to the lawyer of the valet, look at I, we hear that you, uh, you'd like to be a judge, a circuit court judge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we know you're really down deep, not a real Trump guy. This is what they said to the, this is what, yeah. this is what Smith's people said to the lawyer of Trump's valet. Uh, they, what they essentially implied is that they could get him, uh, a circuit court judgeship. Uh, in exchange for uh, the proper if help Biden out, if we yeah. help Biden out, exactly yeah. right. Exactly I got the story right. here. Yeah, it's, yeah, I got to find it. But uh, it says, uh, um, "Let's see. Uh, let me see if I can find the exact part that I had read earlier." Yeah, it, <clears throat> it says, um, "Yeah, Jay Brad extorted an attorney in an attempt to get a witness to cooperate." Yeah. Uh, this week of the allegation, uh, the uh, Guardian reported, this week of the allegation filed under seal by attorney Stanley Woodward, yeah. who represents Trump's valet, Walt, uh, is it Nata? Or yeah, Nata, what, yeah. What, uh, In it, Woodward claims Bratt noted in a meeting that the attorney had applied for a judgeship and implied that his cooperation yeah. could help it says, could help make it happen it said, in the Biden administration. It says Bratt then turned to Woodward and remarked, that he did not think that Woodward was a, quote, Trump guy, end quote, and that he would do the right thing before noting that he knew Woodward had submitted an application to be a judge at the Superior Court uh, in Washington, D.C., that was currently pending, meaning he had influence, you know. uh, He could help the guy out if he gave the right testimony. That's... That's prosecutorial misconduct, folks. That should get this whole thing tossed. I also heard a guy who gave testimony in front of this uh, these same people uh, when they were being questioned, you know, in front of the special counsel. Uh, and the guy said that if, when you went into one of these in, uh, questionnaire, what do they call it, interrogatories, one of these uh, 
the the prosecutor the prosecutors were blatantly uh, one sided. They were um, unprofessional in their questions, and they were intimidating beyond uh, belief. I mean, this they didn't act like a prosecutor should act. You know, we think when we hear the hear the word, the guy's a special counsel in Washington. Many times we equate that with intelligence, brilliance, uh, terrific lawyer, uh, someone with ethics, uh, beyond reproach. The difference in this situation is this guy, Smith, apparently is a hitman, a legal hitman. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the best lawyer in the, in the room, but he'll do anything. He'll do absolutely anything to achieve his objective. And if that's to put Trump in jail, which was his objective from day one, then he will do whatever it takes to get it done. This is not a guy with ethics. This, like I said, is a hitman. They're out to get Trump. They're out to get him. I heard something yesterday on Dan Bongino's show that I've never heard on the radio before. He What's opened, that? He opened his show yesterday. And he said, you know, I, I have a tendency to laugh and kid around a lot on my show, but today I can't be, I can't be anything but serious. He said, uh, uh, I'm, I'm afraid for the president. I was a, I was a well, Secret I Service agent for 10 years. I've been in charge of taking care of, of uh, presidents. He said, President Trump right now should have a level, level 10. I guess they have different levels of security yeah. for, for presidents. He should be at level 10. That means he should have the, the best security from the Secret Service that they have. Uh, they, uh, I don't think he does, but, and I've been telling well, you and alluding on the show for a long time. Da- neither, does, be hit. neither does Dan. Dan doesn't think he does either because he thinks it's political. The Biden administration doesn't want to have a large parade of, of black cars going to events with with President Trump and make him look all that important. They want to have, uh, you know, the smaller, the better, as far as the Biden uh, uh, administration is concerned. If they can have four cars, that's perfect. You know, maybe he won't be protected very well. I guarantee that in Joe Biden's pocket, he's probably just waiting for the call. Now, this is just Bill Knight saying this. He probably has Trump's eulogy in his coat pocket. On standby. You know, um, another thing that I hope to God you're wrong, but I have a, a terribly dark feeling that uh, as we speak, the final, uh, the final solution to this problem as far as the Democrats are concerned is exactly what you just said. Uh, and and I, God forbid if that's the case. But we've, we, I think we've already had presidential political assassinations with um, with uh, by parties that are more connected to our government than we've you know we've been told in the past. I think, for example, that the Kennedy assassination runs much deeper than one guy in the Texas school book depository with a Italian mail order rifle shooting from seven six stories up. I, I think there's much more to that story, but that's mm-hmm. for that's for another show. Heck, I think that uh, uh, if you go back to McKinley and and uh, James Garfield, this there's, there's a lot to stories 
about how these presidents were killed that we haven't been told. And I, I'm afraid that they've already got, like you said just now, they've got a eulogy written up uh, for President Trump. They, they won't allow him to be president. I, I cringe every time I hear some of these contributors on television say, the only way we can get, get around this is by having an overwhelming uh, electoral presence in 2024. In a fair world, yes. In an honest world, you're absolutely correct. But would someone point to what seems to be so obvious to me? The fact that it's not fair. They own the system. They own the way that the votes are counted. They, they well, have it down to a science. They had it in 2016. They just miscalculated. They totally expected Hillary to win because, well, they had all they figured it out beforehand. Yeah, I, I think that. Well, you know, we have to do something. There's there's an old saying, and I think it was a woman that came up with it, but said, it's all right to fall down and lose your spark, but when you get up, burn the damn place down. Well, you know, you know and, I, I, I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know what we can do as a people, Bill, right now. I mean, I heard somebody, I think I said it yesterday on our show, some guy was out in Iowa or Idaho or someplace. He was driving up from New England, and he said, the mood in the Midwest is uh, quite desperate. They're, they're just about uh, at breaking point. They kind of are fed up with the lies and the obvious cheating that the left is doing in Washington. And uh, he got the impression that uh, they might be almost ready to step across the line, if you know what I'm talking about. I'm afraid but he, what, At what point? When will they step across the line? And I'm not encouraging it. And what I just said about a quote, uh, I'm not using that as I, a rally I, cry. Don't even think that. I don't know. I don't know whether people realize um, how dangerous a line that is to step across. It's not just a protest. If they go across that line, uh, we have a military that is the finest. Even in its weakened state right now, we're still one of the finest militaries in the world. Okay, when we may not be what we have been in the past, but we're better than the next the next guy. And I do think that uh, they would handle and could handle uh, uh, any kind of uprising right now. And uh, so it would be it would be a mistake, I think, on the part of the right to uh, get to a point where violence or any kind of uh, activity like that is condoned because I think it'll hurt them. I also think it would play right into the hands of the left because they would turn around and say, see, those MAGA people, they don't want a United States. They want to tear this country down. They would make us, and the media would, by the way, cheer them right on, but they would make us look like we're the bad guys. We want America to be great again, and they would make it sound like we are the second coming of the Nazi party. They're doing it now, and we haven't done anything. Well, we give them all the opportunity they needed to tear down America and say it's done. Yeah, but you know what? Even if none of that came to fruition, they're still tearing America down from the inside. You're seeing it in everything, everywhere, even, uh, you know, with our currency. The other thing uh, is this, Bill, if they were to have uh, any kind of uprising in this country, the first thing would happen is would slip into martial law. Mm. And then they would uh, suspend the elections, 
indefinitely, probably, until the country settles down, you know, until everything's back to normal. So 2024 would disappear and they would have a lockdown. I mean, they would lock down this country and uh, it would suspend the constitutional rights that we expect to uh, be enforced every day. They'd come by and they'd take your guns. They'd just take them because they could. Martial law. Sorry. It's a different situation now. They would take our mm-hmm. guns. Well, they're working on that. I mean, we talked about it the other day, and they said, even Kamala came out and said, that is their thing they're going to do in 2024. It's on the agenda. So they're going to start working on it now. But what they want to do is ban what they call automatic weapons. They're calling them assault mm-hmm. rifles. But if you have a semi-automatic, I, mean, I said automatic, but I mean yeah. semi-automatic. Now, I have pistols that are semi-automatic. You know, you go in and you can rapid fire. You don't hold the trigger sure. down and it goes, but you you do the finger roll. It, it, it's ready to go. Hey, an M1, an M1 Garand rifle, right? Mm-hmm. That that was a semi-automatic in World War well, II. They will tell you when you go to boot camp and you, you, they take you out on the range and you've got the semi-automatic, you can put it in machine gun mode. They'll tell you, don't put it in machine gun ro- mode unless you really have yeah. to because you're going to blow off all your ammunition. In 1.3 seconds. Yes, it's gone. Yeah. So what good is the damn gun? And chances are you're not going to take out the volume of people that you can with just a regular old gun. Yeah. You know, uh, if that's what you're, you're you know, I, I shouldn't say people, targets. Yes. Um, but... You know, they're, they're going after the guns, and they're doing the red flag law, too, which means that somebody can say, you know, that wacky old Jim Harrington, he's a crazy old coot, yeah. and, you know, he's got guns. Oh, he's crazy? He's an old coot? Oh, he's got guns! Yes. Well, that's all they need. And he's also guns. a conservative. Oh, oh he's got to do some time, too. Yeah. Take the guns and put them in jail. President Trump made a statement yesterday, and, and uh, I keep reminding myself, this, these people have thought around every corner. I'm talking about Trump's people. I yeah. mean, nothing came as a surprise yesterday, do you think? No, we knew it was coming. I thought it was going to be today or late today. But I think that with everything going on, the, the Biden investigation, there are a lot of things there. Uh, by doing this, they can, they can, you know, crank it up, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, you know, get the focus and the news off of Biden and Hunter because Hunter's in a lot of trouble right now, too. But you wouldn't and, know it by the media. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know it by the media. And there's there's a lot of other things that have nothing to do with this that have to do with you yes. that are going on in our economy. And but you know, there's so many there's so many little fires burning here. Which one do you tend to first? Anyway, here was Trump's statement yesterday. They go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. It's just been going on for seven years that they can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man, I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats, but this is what they do, this is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, 
better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. Got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments, and they lost, and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we'll fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. Understand something, friends. If you are somebody who is uh, gleeful right now, uh, if you are one of these people who, uh, in your mind and vision, uh, President Trump wearing an orange jumpsuit and being in shackles, if that brings you delight, if they can do this to a man who's worth $10 billion, who was a former president of the United States, where every single charge they brought against him in the past has been proven to be false. If they can do this to him, what can they do to you? I mean, if, you, if you're just a little average uh, middle-class guy and you happen to say the wrong thing to this administration, how can they crush you? They can crush you immediately. Immediately. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I noticed in that, uh, in that comment that he made, 
he repeated the line, I am an innocent man. And I think that's important. You know, people wonder why in his commentary, he does things like label things like Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, I'm, and he repeats them over and over again. I think it's important that he does that. And I think he's a very good marketer. I think he realizes that he brands, he brands the allegations, he brands the situation. So you always know what he's talking about. I mean, you always know when he says Russia, 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 exactly what that phony uh, hoax was. And you, you, he doesn't have to explain it again. And he did, you know, now he's saying, I think he must have said it like 10 times, I am an innocent man. You're going to hear that a lot because he's just mm -hmm. going to say this over and over again. It, so the people know that this is a, a guy who doesn't deserve to be in the situation he's in. They're memory pegs is what he's throwing out there. Memory pegs, not for himself, but for you to, you know, know what he's talking about, keep up with the story and look beyond the news. But the news uses those, you know, memory pegs too. They're lies, but they're nonetheless, they're, it's, it's a war of words. And... Well, the left owns the media. In broadcasting, uh, in radio stations, uh, we brand radio stations. When I worked in, in the media, uh, I mean, they would change a format and they would give it a new slug line or something like that. And this is what we're going to be. We're going to be Hot 107 or Oldies 101.1 or whatever. We're going to be this. And now we have to say it over and over again. We have to constantly remind people this is who we are. This is our slug line. And I think President Trump, I think, I don't know whether it's intentionally, but it, it may be innately, but the guy knows that this is how you brand uh, ideas or products or things like that. You have to put a, put a label on it and keep saying it over and over again so people know what you're talking about. This is why this guy is so hard to uh, knock down. You know, a lot of people will say, why in the name of God is he running for president again? Why, why is he putting himself through all this, uh, this torture? This, it's got to be tough on him and his family. Well, I think it boils down to the fact that one of the things that he said very early on is he loves this country. And if he doesn't do it, who are we going to get to do it? I mean, do you think for one second that a guy like Ron DeSantis, no matter how good he may uh, appear on the surface to be, is going to be as good as a Donald Trump? I mean, Ron DeSantis isn't a multimillionaire. See, Ron DeSantis, he needs the paycheck. I'm sure he needs the paycheck. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump doesn't. He was giving his paychecks away. They don't talk about that. Every paycheck he got as president was given away. He didn't walk away with a dime. He, did, he wasn't beholding to anybody. Well, they're going to tell you that he was making money off of his position so he could give it away. That's going to be their story, but that's not but true. But that's bull. That's, that's he, he he actually lost money being a yes. president. The first one to ever lose money being a president, not because he's a bad businessman, but because he made the choice that he wanted to, you know, it was this country that allowed him to rise. Yep. And yeah, he, he stumbled on the way, but he rose back up. This country is good for letting people, you know, be be all they can be. So, yeah, some people are going to give back things. What people don't realize is this. As we speak, there's another special counsel out there. Mm. And that special counsel is investigating Joe Biden and his family. I think he's based out of Delaware. Not getting a lot of notoriety. He's, uh, he's kind of lurking in the background. 
But do you know, we've talked about this investigation. Been, it's been going on since 2017. Joe, right. Joe Biden has yet to be interviewed by the special counsel investigating his stolen classified documents. How's that? Has yet to be interviewed. Now, they're already filing charges against Trump. Think about this. Here's another thing I thought of. I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll here, Blay. But I, I it, see it, that. It, it drives you kind of, it, it drives you nuts. But, you know, we had uh, the Durham report. How long did that take us to get a completed report? Three years? Yeah, three, three or years. Four, yeah. You know, but yet this guy, Smith, turns around in under a year and he files indictment charges against a former president of the United States, the first time in the history of our country. If you think that's not uh, a, a planned act, I mean, we have all these other guys taking forever to get their reports. I mean, how long did it take the Mueller report to come out? Two years? I mean, they had to investigate here, investigate there. This special counsel, the guy who doesn't wear a tie, who looks satanic, and I really mean that. I, if you look at a picture of this guy, Jack Smith, there's just no way of saying any of the way. The guy looks like uh, he should have a pitchfork in one hand and a long tail. He looks evil. And this is the guy who's going after Donald Trump. And by the way, indirectly, folks, he's going after 100 million Americans, the supporters of Donald Trump. And, you know, the numbers are growing, too. There was a poll out of people that uh, identify as conservative, and it is at staggering numbers now. And as a matter of fact, the highest in 10 years uh, in a decade. So everything they do is blowing up in their face, which is why we have to go back to earlier statement, like Bongino, he fears for the president. I have said that for a while, that there's a target on him, and the target just got illuminated last night. Because I don't think people are going to buy into this story, and they know that. So they gotta they gotta find a way to corral this this uh, this maverick of a president uh, in and shoot him. This oh my god! I hope I hope you're wrong. Uh, this is desperation. People mm -hmm. may think this is a, oh this is a, a brave move. No, this is desperation. They it is desperation. They, they tried to impeach him twice. It didn't work. They have this this New York City thing. They're having problems making that that stick. Now they come down with indictments from this guy Jack Smith, and and everybody that I heard talk about these indictments, I heard Joe DeGeneva, smart legal mind, uh, talk about it yesterday with anger in his voice. Uh, how the how ridiculous every single one of these charges was. Uh, you know these these charges have absolutely nothing to them, but this guy Smith just threw them out there anyway. You know, and by the way, that's part of the problem. You know, part of the, the the problem. They they put seven charges. He was filed. Uh, he was uh, charged with seven different indictment charges. Mm -hmm. If 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 none of the seven have any substance, what does it mean? You know, I mean, if if they're just, I I could put a list of ten different charges together, but but if there's no facts behind them. They're probably going to get thrown out. You know, by the way, with an indictment, there's no guarantee they're even going to... He, they could go into the courtroom on Tuesday, and the judge may look at the indictment and say, this is all nonsense. I can't... This is not going to hold up. He may actually... I mean, he could throw it out, but but uh, this goes to another thing that I think we have to be concerned with. Mm. I think the deep state, uh, I think they have tainted jury pools. I think they have corrupted justices. I think that it's it's not going to be the fair trial 
that it no, should be. No, they know what court to put it into yes. and what people to, to be there. You know, another thing they're going to have to do, though, they're going to have to sell the American public. Now, how do they sell the American public? Well, with the news, the stories that come out. The other thing is they got a propaganda machine that sits out in California and Hollywood. Don't be surprised if a movie comes out or a made-for-TV movie, something that everyone will see and talk about, about a sitting or former sitting president that goes down on espionage and the, you know, you know, the, the, you know, you, you work these things so well, my friend, you really do. Um, Tyrese Gibson uh, is an actor. He uh, starred in several hit movies uh, for the fast and furious franchise, you know? Right. And um, he made some comments on a podcast yesterday and these are comments that uh, will surprise people who are um, in I know they surprise people in Hollywood and they surprised a lot of people outside too this is uh, what he had to say as much as I'm supposed to be promoting this movie and talking about my album I just feel like we're in competition right now because they are trying to normalize the devil. They are trying to populate. The devil is, is on the main stage at award shows and in every video and yeah, signs right. and symbols. And I said, you know what? We need to stop treating our relationship with Jesus like the little buddy that you talk to before you go to bed at night and not be more vocal about all the things that God means to us and all of the things that God has brought us through. Because there's been a lot of moments that you didn't post about, mm-hmm. but yet you know, how did God decide to get yeah. me through this? Yeah, man. And yeah, they going above and beyond to promote the devil. And it's pissing me off mm-hmm. because they, they, they used to devil worshippers used to be real secretive, oh, like yeah. going down in the basement, this yeah, secret man. world. Now they just now like, they on the ah. device too. Yeah, Believe they, that. Yeah. I do want to come back, and I want this because this is a guy. This is a Hollywood actor who uh, many times plays a heavy. Uh, has you know he he's a a strong, intelligent young black man who um, many times in Hollywood they get type they get typecast into these roles that they, it's not a, it's not who they are. You know, you'll see these villains. Oh my goodness. You know, you'll see a guy who's dressed up like a boy from the hood. And in the movie, he plays the toughest of tough gangsters. And then when you hear him off the, off mic and offset, he, they sound articulate. You find out they went to uh, good schools and stuff like that. But Ty- Tyrese Gibson is obviously a man of faith. And he, he's saying he's really sick and tired of, of what's happening in Hollywood. You know, he says the devil is on the main stage. He is. Yeah. He really is. And, you know, he's probably, you know, he's probably walking the earth right now and in those meetings with the deep state. Well, you know, all of this is connected, by the way. What's happening with Trump, what's happening in Hollywood, uh, whether you believe this or not, uh, if you are a person of faith, uh, you have to realize there's a connection here. They're trying to bring this country to its knees. They're trying to destroy all of the goodness that we've built up over the, the past uh, two and a half centuries. You, you remember Roseanne Barr? Roseanne. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, you know, I was actually going to reach out to her, uh, just complimenting her on a, she, a couple of She's things. A, 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 an interesting character. She had a comeback series. Uh, I think it was called Roseanne. I think they brought it back. And yeah, then but the, she had statements that... that yeah. uh, Exactly. Well, 
Roseanne was uh, interviewed and asked about uh, what she thought of Ron DeSantis. A few political questions. Do you like Trump or DeSantis? I don't like DeSantis at all. I think he's a, a Trojan horse for globalism. Soros loves him. Globalism Soros owns him. That's that's wow. Roseanne Barr talking about Ron DeSantis. A lot of people feel the same way, Roseanne. But the, here was a young lady who, uh, she was the darling of the left when she had the series initially, when she had all of those years of, of uh, number one you know, television programs, made millions of dollars, was very successful. And they were so delighted to get her back on the return of the Roseanne program. And then, like you said, she made some comments that were conservative and... She was well, gone. how do you know she wasn't conservative before? It was just it was politics was not in the forefront at the time, or at least obviously so. And that show really wasn't about politics, you know. It was just you know Middle America, and uh, you know she was poking fun at things, you know. And you know, congratulations to her, you know, because she lost a lot of weight. She actually has. Uh, she yeah. was. She was. Um, mm, uh, not not that attractive in the uh, in the old but years of the she, counters, but she even with that now, even with that going against her, yeah. she still was a good actress and funny, great actress, yeah. very funny, and uh, you know. But I'm just saying, she's got her life together, and she's uh, she doesn't care what you think of her. She'll tell you exactly what she did before, but she turned out uh, to be a conservative. You know, it's kind of interesting. Amazing, the, the two former leads from that program, John Goodman and her. Uh, yeah. were enormous, were, were very overweight during the, the height of the program. And now they're both thin. <laughs> they're both uh, gaunt in some cases. You know, uh, yeah, and they both look good. I mean, you know, he's an attractive man in the way he is now. She's a very attractive woman in uh, the way she lo- uh, looks now. I was like, going, good job. Another thing that's going on is they're trying to distract us any, any way they can. We even mentioned this, I think, on yesterday's program. We talked about... Uh, uh, they don't call them UFOs anymore. They call them UAPs, yes, uh, yes, uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm looking through the news yesterday on a mainstream news site, and literally one of the top stories yesterday afternoon was about a UFO that crashed into uh, into Las Vegas. Listen. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam catches this. Something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's a there's like an eight-foot person beside it and another one's inside and it has big eyes and looking at us and it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Uh, no, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone saw a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a... Like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long, feet tall. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did yeah, you see I anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. What's clear? They're taking this call seriously. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, 
seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too. Only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey, it does nine foot beings come back? Don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> So yeah, this is quite weird, Brian was saying during as we're watching this story. Now we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video, and as you heard in that 911 call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite scared as you heard them in the call. No, um, it, they don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time that police got there was gone, but sources say that there's really no dispute. Something was in their yard exactly what? We do not know. I mean, so Amazing. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you were, um, oh, I don't know, out in your yard in the back 40, and all of a sudden you saw something like that land in the field, and all of a sudden through the trees comes a big 10-foot alien creature. Would you run, or would you just... Well, first of all, with my artificial knees, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, and they could probably yeah. take a magnet yeah. out and go... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I don't know. I think I'd be, in, be inclined to go, okay, it's intelligent life. So they're explorers. Chances are you could just hold your hand up and just kind of do a light wave. But you don't, know what, you don't know what signals that we think are peaceful mean. I mean, waving hello to somebody might could be, be uh, like the bird. Yeah, uh, might be flipping the bird to them. You know I mean? You don't know. Well, then you could nod and smile or something like just stand there and just don't be afraid because – if they could fly a spaceship there or some kind of craft and get there, they're totally capable of uh, reaching out and grabbing you and uh, catch, catching you if they want to. So they got to know that you're now, friendly too. You notice there are more stories about, like this coming out now than in the past. I'm sure there have been other stories like this that have been suppressed by our government. I mean, I point to Roswell. Well, Roswell is a perfect case. It was suppressed. Well, you know, we have we have technology and crafts that, of our own making that they're going, hey, go fly this in somebody's backyard. Let's get uh, you 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 look like you should be an NBA player. Let's put you in a, a suit yeah and some aesthetics on you and make you look like an alien and um, let's go let's go land in a few yards. I mean we could crash an, an object into somebody's backyard and then drop you over their fence. And yeah. uh, you could appear to be coming from it when actually yeah. you weren't even in it. It could, it could have been a drone. Yeah, uh, it, this could be staged or it could be real. Um, but you know, whatever the intent of uh, you know, from <laughs> it could also be uh, could also be an illegal coming across our border. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Joe Biden gave me this ship to fly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come fly with me across the border. Oh my God! Uh, but it's it is a distraction. I mean, we are seeing more stories like this, and uh, of course, they just put out there. Um, and it, we hear about these things. That story happened supposedly uh, May first. Why did we? Wait a Here month. About it now. Yeah, a month, five weeks. Well, here's here's what's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, throughout our history with media that can report things, uh, when things have happened like war, nuclear testing, there have been spottings of aliens and lights in the sky. Now we have war going on, the threat of nukes going on, and 
you know, we have a space race that's going on. China just uh, unveiled their new rocket, uh, and it's a beautiful rocket that they they shot up. There's a kid that made one, his uh, his rocket to uh, try to you know introduce him to going to Mars. Launched it from his balcony, and it it shot up perfectly. You got Elon Musk. You got the Artemis thing from NASA. Everybody is in space mode right now, and we're in war mode. So you got to wonder if well, maybe these sightings aren't true because they're watching. Speaking of space, a groundbreaking mission by NASA's Parker Solar Probe has successfully ventured through the uh, solar wind for the first time, aiming mm-hmm. to prevent people on Earth from being unable to uh, get on the Internet. Apparently, they're saying that we could be in jeopardy of losing the Internet, and they're blaming solar flares and things like that that may happen We are going through a time when that happens, and that's going to be happening in the summer and fall. El Nino is coming again. Yes, another one, which means we have a heat wave, which is a natural occurrence, folks. Is it just an excuse to bring down the Internet, though? I mean, I think they want to. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I think oh, they want to bring the it way, down. Uh, New York, do you hear about this? Mm-hmm. They've now determined New York is sinking into the ground. Now, I guess it's a centimeter a year, and the reason is of all the weight of all the buildings and the people there. <laughs> you know, there was a Democratic representative, I forgot his <laughs> name, who was concerned about Guam flipping over. He was afraid that the, I think, the island of Guam, if too many people got on the island of Guam, especially on one side of the island, it would flip over. And he said it on the floor of Congress. I can't think of his name. I'm sure I'll think of it later on, but it's a true story. You might want to check on it. I think he's he's still in in Congress, by the way. You Uh, know, we have sinkholes developing everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised in New York because, you know, that city has got so many tunnels for... Uh, railroad cars and everything, you know, throughout its history. Uh, a lot of things have been done underground there. You wonder if the ground's going to give away at some point in time and swallow up a couple of buildings. Another important story out there, I thought this is another, and, and, and these things are happening in the background while we have these mm-hmm. phony indictments of Trump and uh, and uh, the suppressed uh, charges on, on Biden. You know, they're trying to protect Biden and they're trying to crucify Trump. But in the background, this is uh, an interesting story. Rumors are swirling on social media that Mel Gibson is involved in a four-part docu-series with Operation Underground Railroad founder Tim Ballard exposing Mm -hmm. child sex trafficking in the Ukraine and worldwide. This is Tim Ballard. He's the guy who was uh, instrumental in putting this four-part uh, docu-series together. Listen. Ukraine got a phone call from Mel Gibson. He actually did the final edit of The Sound of Freedom. That's how we know each other, but not well, not well enough that I'd be getting phone calls. And he told me that he was in Budapest at the time. This was right hours after the invasion. And he said he supports a bunch of orphans in Ukraine and he was worried about them. And he asked if I could help get them out. So now I've got 12 from my wife. I got 13 others from Mel Gibson. And I'm thinking, okay, I got this list of kids I got to get out. Um, I told Mel, I said, you got to help me. This is going to be expensive. I won't ask you for direct donation, but can you help me film this? You know, let's film what's happening so we can get people to understand and they can support us. He said, no problem. He helped us get set up and started filming. Four months later, what I thought was going to be maybe a documentary about Ukraine ends up being a four-part docu-series that's almost done. It's being produced by DNA Films and executive produced by Tony Robbins. 
That's how crazy it got and how prophetic my wife was. When I showed up in Ukraine with a list of, I think, 20 names, the Ukrainians countered me and gave me over 10,000 names of orphans that they didn't know where they were because of the chaos caused by war. And more importantly and, and more frightening to me was the fact that I know that human trafficking is a $32 billion a year business. It's the fastest growing criminal enterprise in the world. And I also know how kids get forced into that market. And it's through vulnerable situations like in the aftermath of a hurricane, mostly in a developed country or an earthquake, or in this case, a war. And so mm -hmm. the traffickers call it harvest time. And that was the intel we were getting. And so we weren't just there to extract those kids, but look for leads. And it really was a miracle what happened. You know, it's, it's one of these things that, you know, faith precedes the miracle. I take a lot of comfort in the fact that there's only one time in the scripture where Jesus gets mafioso. It's righteous because it's Jesus doing it. But if you listen to his words, it's mafioso. He says that it would be better for you to have a millstone cast about your neck and you thrown to the bottom of the sea than that you would hurt one of these little ones, my children. That's mafioso action, sinking someone to the bottom of the ocean. And Jesus said it. So I know where he stands on it. So I can expect and we can expect miracles when we're fighting to protect children. I never thought, I never dreamed there'd be a day when. That's Tim Ballard. Uh, he's one of the guys who's responsible. He, his life's work apparently is trying to rescue children from human trafficking situations. You know, I got to wonder, uh, because, you know, a lot of kids have disappeared here. They fly to a certain place, and then they go in buses, or they go somewhere. And, you know, we have a kind of conspiracy thing. I know that you actually believe that there is an underground, maybe railroad thing that goes through the country. I wonder if they use that, number one, to get politician from A to B, but also from uh, uh, our government's involved. We, we, we are the number one nation for uh, trafficking. Believe it or not, we uh, we hold the record on it. It's not so, that I believe in it, but I've actually seen videos. I've seen videos, and they suppress these videos. of uh, uh, You'll see a, a truck yeah. that'll go into a mountainside, and sometimes the guys in the truck will bring their little GoPro cameras or their cell phones, and they'll, they'll just... take pictures of it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to say other than the fact that there's, I think there's a lot that we don't know. You know, in our annual budgets, we have billions and billions of dollars allocated. Billions and billions. But we don't spend it on anything obvious in our country other than military. We don't yeah. see the roads getting any better. don't see the bridges getting any better. But they're spending it on something. Well, you, yeah, they're spending it on something. And is there money to be made? And how much money is to be made from trafficking children, because we're not just talking about the sex trade industry. We're talking about harvesting body parts and oh my God, different you're right. things. Yes. Uh, and when you put and then you take adrenochrome, all that money and, adrenochrome, yeah. which we talked about in the past, organs and everything, you know, and who, how much money is that generating? Millions, billions, hey, you want to, you want to, you want to shake your head and stick your head in the sand? Go ahead. But trust me, there are some perverted, evil people in this country who will do the the most evil things to the 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 least uh, of our, uh, to children. 
to children. That's what I'm trying to say to to our little children. Uh, you know, right now we have all these people coming across the border with children, and we have no idea where those children are ending up. None. No. You know, and you know, we've all suffered losses. But if, if you ever had, if you've ever lost a child, uh, you know, or been there when you lost one, or had one, you lost one in your hands, you all of a sudden realize how important and precious they are. And yet, there are people that will sit there and take them and heinous disregard for respect for that life. So, you know, if God has got a mafioso tendency against people that have uh, trafficked or killed children, I say amen. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll leave with this. Joe Biden, by the way, was uh, in a press conference yesterday with, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, the prime minister of England. And um, they were walking out one of the... uh, one of the press people asked Biden this. Very allegation. Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to Congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President. He said, essentially, uh, he was asked the question, you know, what do you think of the charges that they're making about uh, your family being involved with all this uh, corrupt uh, criminal uh, activity and and uh, he answered with a, a smirk, oh, where's the money? <laughs> where's the money? They were oh, already joking. Pr- well, he just doubled. He just, he, he danced on both sides. He gave himself away. They just, they just said yesterday that there are levels. Uh, they've money laundered this money so well. One of the things that Biden has done over the years is develop a, an interesting system where they get, they get the check up on the top, and it goes through levels of LLCs and dummy corporations before it finally ends up in Joe Biden's bank account. You know, I mean, they are clever. Biden is a criminal. I, I don't know what to say. If you like the guy, you think he's a pleasant old man, uh, you're being you're being uh, delusional. You're not you're not paying yeah. attention. Anyway. Well, you know, they're laundering money. Speaking of money, you're going to see this a lot going into the summer. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yeah, you've seen ATM machines where you put your card in, you get money out. Now there's like a reverse ATM uh, where uh, you go somewhere. No, uh, we don't accept cash. But I'll tell you what, you can sit there and go take uh, uh, access your bank card, your bank account, and uh, you can put money on this card that you can spend. It's kind of a reverse money situation where they're doing away with cash. And yeah. starting now in the summer, you're going to see it at advance because they want to get you used to it. And then they have your money on a card and you don't have the cash. You know what else they're testing? They're testing a card that even if you have the money to back up a purchase, they will. they might say to you, oh, we... We can't issue the uh, credit for this purchase because you've already exceeded the number of green points. You've already ecologically spent more than you should use this month. They're going to start limiting your purchases because because you're breaking the you're hurting the environment. Unbelievable. Anyway, my friend, we've done it. Uh, uh, Another show in the can. We're going to be back tomorrow because we yes. we have a lot more to talk about. and uh, A whole bunch more. It's just a veritable plethora of poop. <laughs> what a way to end the program, a veritable plethora of poop. Hey, listen, <laughs> have yourself a good day, my friend. We'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Watch your step, all right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
the voice of freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From Acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know, seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day. Com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>